from Thrivalist, this is the Sober Not Sorry podcast with your host, Georgie Irvine. As a leading destination to change your relationship with alcohol in an empowered way, Thrivalist will help you free yourself from the alcohol trap and craft a life so beautiful you no longer want to drink. Welcome to my very first podcast of Sober Not Sorry. I am the new owner of Thrivalist Sobriety and today the founder of Thrivalist Sobriety and I decided to get together and do a little bit of a handover potty episode. So I'm here with the beautiful Lucy Quick today and we are just going to touch on the transition between Lucy the founder to to the ownership of Thrivalist and touch on Lucy's sobriety story and then that will lead into my own sobriety story and hopefully you'll leave with some really cool um, tools and also hope of what a life of sobriety can bring to you. So welcome, Luce. Thanks, Georgie. I'm so excited for you. It's just such a blessing to be handing this beautiful business to you. As I've said so many times, I literally could not have found someone more suited and more perfect for taking over Thrivalist than you, even if I travelled all around the world and I didn't need to do that, so I was very lucky. So, yeah, I'm just really happy for you and it's so nice to see you in the the shoes of the owner and already doing incredible things for the business. Yeah, thanks, Luce. Um, Definitely where I am meant to be and that is such a beautiful feeling, um, as you know. So I would love you to kick things off today, Luce, and just tell us about how the idea came about for such a beautiful um, brand in Thrivalist. I actually remember the moment the idea came to me and I was talking to one of my best friends. I'd been sober for a few months and I said to her, and I'd actually been going to AA, so part of my early sobriety journey was feeling like I didn't have a community. In fact, I didn't know anyone who didn't drink alcohol at that point at all. Um, And so I thought, I'm going to go to AA. I'm going to try and meet some people and create a bit of a community of like-minded people around me to feel supported and, you know, even just to start going out with and having fun with. And I did go to AA and I never like to say anything negative about AA because it really serves an amazing purpose for so many people. And I've, you know, seen so many people transform and and stay sober through AA. But for me, it actually made me feel disempowered. I didn't like standing up and saying, my name is Lucy, I'm an alcoholic, because that kind of brought my energy level down. It made me feel low vibration, like kind of, yeah, just a bit less empowered and excited. Whereas how I was feeling was, you know, hi, I'm Lucy and I've never felt this freaking good in my entire life and I can't believe I've discovered this incredible secret called sobriety. And, yeah, it was just such an awesome feeling. So to kind of go into an environment in front of people I didn't know and have to say I'm an alcoholic and share off sharing some kind of quite extreme story of, which I don't know, you never did AA, did you? No. No. So AA often it's like you stand up and you share. So you'll share something that's happened that week or, you know, and I'd always find myself kind of not so much exaggerating but kind of dramatising it because that's what felt like I had to do. I had to make my story sound severe so that people would connect to me. And so anyway, to cut a long story short, 
it didn't suit me. And I remember talking to my best girlfriend and saying, I really want to build a community of women who get excited about this like I am. And and the penny just dropped. I'm like, I'm going to build my own bloody community. And so it was at that point that um, I went down the path of actually training to become a life coach to begin with because early in my sober journey, I posted on Instagram about going sober and Facebook and I had such a huge response that I started to share a lot just, you know, for free and, you know, in my own time um, and share a lot about how to get sober and my kind of ideal steps for someone to follow in order to stay sober. And then I thought, well, I'm really enjoying supporting people in this way. And I'd once had a dream of becoming a psychologist and that kind of all just got, you know, swept away when I'd gone into a marketing career and, you know, my drinking, I guess, and my anxiety was really, um, it, it does kind of cloud your ability to follow your dreams or it sort of halts, you know, stops you from following your dreams. And so that's what had happened to me. And in sobriety and with this beautiful gift of intense intuition for the first time in so long, I realised I'm here to help people and I get so much joy from that. And so trained to become a life coach and started to kind of run little events, just small dinners, um, in-person stuff. And that's great. You know, we'd have five to 10. In fact, one of them, there was like 15 people and we went out for dinner in St Kilda and it was like, it was amazing. We all just talked about our stories and, and you know, talked about how great sobriety was. And through my journey of training to become a life coach, I mean, this is completely, the I can thank the universe for this, but I was partnered with another woman called Jen Clements, who is the ex-co-founder of Thrivalist. And together we were both, she was a, she was sober as well and she was a sobriety coach and she'd already started working with some clients one-on-one and she'd started to build a bit of a course. And I was very much still just, you know, starting my training. I hadn't launched any kind of course or anything. And she sort of, I can't remember who approached who, but we started to see, you know, through coaching each other through the course as buddies. So, you know, you, you jump online and you do free coaching for one another we realized we had a really similar goal with whatever that would be with the coaching and decided, well, let's just do this together. And so her course that she created, which is still now the original um, eight-week course, obviously since that point it's evolved so much and I know that you've put a lot of work into kind of upgrading and improving it as well, but that was like the first Thrivalist eight-week course and we... I remember, you know, spending hours and hours recording all of the videos and building the website. I built the first driverless website myself on Wix, you know, um, and I used to take the coaching calls. I used to sit on a, uh, on a, I think it was like a stool at the end of my bed and have a washing basket on top of my bed with my computer because I still didn't have like my own office space in the house and run these coaching calls. And that was back in July 2020 and it literally just took off. Like that first course, it was locked down so a lot of women were drinking excessively, but it really took off. And from then it's just, you know, it's evolved into so much more than just the eight-week course. And so, yeah, I think um, it was always meant to be. Thrivalist, I'm sure, has been an idea that so many women have had and it just so happened that 
me and Jen coming together with a similar idea, being able to combine the energy and the time and, you know, all of the, the work that it took to build it kind of made it a lot easier. Um, and also Jen is a beautiful person. So together we worked so well, you know, in, in a partnership and, yeah, it was, it, was, it was such a great, beautiful experience that I'll never, ever, ever forget. Thanks, Luce. <laughs> um, something I'd love to touch on there that I have really noticed in my own sobriety is around what we can do when we become sober. And if you think about back to those drinking days and thinking about while you're in that form of addiction, trying to build a business, back in, you know, those times of addiction, we have dreams but that's all they are because we don't have the energy or the empowerment to take that dream and make it reality. And I think something that's a great example is of you and Jen being able to go, now we're sober, we have a dream, let's execute and let's make that reality. And I think by drinking, it keeps so many women in wanting to, you know, live their business dreams, not be able to do that because A, they don't have the energy and B, they don't have, they won't follow their intuition. And as you said, that's what sobriety allows us to do is follow our intuition. So I love that you touched on that because I think drinking only keeps us small. And the example that you have shown of what sobriety can bring you, and then for me taking on Thriveless is just two great examples of if you get sober, you can believe in yourself and you can you will want to do anything and you will want to have a crack at anything. So I really love oh that. It's so true and it's it's one of the most incredible, I mean, if you talk about like the two best things about sobriety it would be intuition and energy and actually being able to follow through with your dreams and plans to the point where it becomes like a non-negotiable, right? Like I've had so many people since handing Thriveless over to you, or not so many, but people are often like, oh, so what next? Does this mean that you kind of, you're going to drink again? It's funny because people and I and I, you know, the first thing I say, and I've always said this, and I will always say this, is I will never drink again. Because if I choose to have alcohol in my life, I'm going to be holding myself back from so much. And so I'm choosing to, yeah, just live the most intuitive, energetic, ambitious, awesome life. And alcohol just just will never, ever, ever form a part of that. Yeah, exactly right. It just zaps us of of all the goodness in in our lives. And mm. yeah, it's just such a beautiful gift to follow your intuition and not second guess it, you know, just be able to go, well, this feels right and I'm going to go with it. And that's for me when you offered, you know, me to take ownership of Thriveless. It felt right, you know. I had to do a little bit of um, soul searching to make sure that it was going to be right for me because it's such a sacred space um, mm. and I have to take it extremely seriously, being able to take Thriveless forward and be a coach and be a good coach and help these women live in their, um, you know, live as their authentic selves. And I think without that sobriety and without that intuition, there's no way I could have known whether it was right or wrong, but what sobriety allows us to do is really be in tune with ourselves and go, it feels right. Mm. I'm going to back myself. I'm going to believe it is and I'm going to go with it. Yeah. And even just like working with all of the women that I've been blessed to work with now, which is like thousands <laughs> through Thriveless and my one-on-one, but especially Thriveless, 
Um, and just seeing this time and time again, like it's such a normal progression that women show up for their first call. They, they, you know, they feel pretty broken. They feel like alcohol is really holding them back. They don't even know at that point that there's a bigger, beautiful, more incredible life for them yet. They know that maybe they, you know, are keeping themselves slightly smaller, but they don't know how incredibly big and empowered they're going to become. And you see them slowly evolve week after week, coming out of their shell. And it starts with just, you know, health and wellness, looking better, feeling better. Um, you know, family dynamic is is improved. Friendships, relationships are improved. And then suddenly it's like, oh, you know, I don't know if I love what I'm doing anymore because I'm so clear-minded and I don't have this veil over my eyes anymore that alcohol gives us. And so then it's you start to really notice things that aren't really serving us anymore, and that's when relationships start to shift. So that friend that you have been codependent with for so long who kept trying to bring you back down to her level, she's no longer someone that you can spend time with because you just can't, you know, put yourself in that position anymore. And it's the same with a, with a career progression. And I know that, you know, I can think of lots of different examples of women who have transformed careers and and you're one of them, Georgie, through the process of sobriety because we learn what's truly important to us and we learn what we are really passionate about. It's almost like we we find that purpose within us that we didn't even know was there before and it makes it so much easier to follow that, you know, that dream and and go on to change careers completely. Um, And unfortunately with that process of transformation, also comes relationship breakdowns. You know, I went through a divorce one one year into my sobriety. I knew that I was not meant to be with my husband and, and I couldn't not, you know, I couldn't hide it anymore. I couldn't sweep it under the rug because I was too empowered and I was living in my worth for the first time. And we see this in Thrivalist as well. And so, I mean, yeah, it's it's a it's a process of transformation that, is just, it can be tough, but it is so beautiful. And I would never, ever change it for the world, for myself or any of the ladies. Yeah. And I totally agree with that, Luce. And what I love to say to my, the members in Thrivalist and the women that I'm coaching and things is, you know, it can be hard and it will be hard early sobriety, but you can also have joy in those moments as well. It doesn't have to be one or the other. If you come prepared to embrace sobriety and work really hard at creating a life where you no longer want to drink, that is the number one goal. And therefore you will see doors open and you will walk through these doors and you will see this, oh, it's almost like a magical land of sobriety. It's just such a beautiful life to lead. Um, Yeah, so it's, you know, both you and I agree that you have to go into this being prepared but also embracing it. I mean, one of our beautiful members, Jane, who has been featured on the podcast, has also done an Instagram live, is such an amazing example of someone who has just changed so much in sobriety. And she actually came on the Thrivalist Retreat and she started to explore or she started to allow herself to explore this passion of photography She's an architect and she's a really successful, amazing woman. Um, And her photography is next level. Like it's like she should, I mean, incredibly 
professional um, and beautiful and artistic. And she really doesn't didn't believe that before, but now she's kind of giving herself that gift of being able to explore this passion and maybe this will turn into a career and who knows, but that's definitely not something that she would have given herself space to do in sobriety. And in her podcast interview, she talked about how like every night she'd sit down with her wine and she, you know, you log on and I guess it's like it gives you that excuse of being out of drink if you're kind of doing a bit of work at the same time, but it was just wasting time. There was no product, you know, productive work being done. And now all of the space that's freed up in her life, she's able to pour it into this passion as well as her business, but this new kind of photography passion. And it's just amazing to see that unfold. And we, you know, George, you've seen it time and time again in Thrivalist, the ladies who, who genuinely come from holding themselves back to giving themselves whatever it is that they are wanting and needing. And it's just so magical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And as we, you know, one of the biggest things we do in, you know, with our coaching in early sobriety and with our Thrivalist members is teach them to care for themselves again and teach them to show themselves self-compassion. Once you nail that, you start to build that belief in yourself again that anything is possible. And Jane's mm. been a beautiful example of that. Um, and yeah. I love Jane's stories because she was someone that loved um, music events, didn't she? Concerts. She still does, yeah. And she, that was one of her biggest concerns. And she, I remember when she came back on a call after her first concert and she was like, i done it sober and I had the best time and she was just full steam ahead after that. So she's just a great example of, you know, being able to enjoy those events sober and, yeah, you can wake up the next day hangover free and still have had that beautiful experience that you are going to remember. Mm. And that moment you realise that sobriety is not a sacrifice but instead it's a gift. It gives you so much. It's a gift that keeps on giving forever and ever and ever really. Yeah. Um, is such an amazing moment. And, yeah, I remember the first time I met you, Georgie, you know, just to, to I guess, discuss the, the next phase of Thrivalist. I, I remember your first call and you were really emotional and I could tell that it was really hard for you to be, to show your face and to say, I've got a drinking problem out loud. It was something that you found really overwhelming and you know it's a very vulnerable place for us to be in which is completely normal and there's nothing wrong with feeling like that at the start but to now see you go from showing up on your first call as a broken woman to becoming a mentor because you were so invested in your sobriety but also invested in the thrivalist community to then watching you go from mentor to becoming a certified health and wellness coach um I mean, I couldn't have imagined a more perfect kind of process for someone to then take over the ownership of Thrivalist. It's been, yeah, it's been such a beautiful thing to witness. I loved it. Yeah. Um, And it's really, I'm still sitting here as the owner of Thrivalist and I'll be like, oh, wow, you know, it feels like one minute I was struggling with my own relationship with alcohol Um, But Thrivalist just gifted me this belief in myself to step into the mentor shoes and then I felt a real pull towards coaching um, and helping women that were in similar circumstances to me and got certified. And then obviously the ownership of Thrivalist, and as I said before, it just feels so right to me. It felt like 
huge. Don't get me wrong. Like absolutely massive. I don't underestimate that, but it's also, you know, a feeling of calmness and right where I am meant to be loose. And that has come from the belief that you put in me from early on and, you know, moving forward, that's the belief I'm going to gift other new members in sobriety. And sometimes if they can't quite believe in themselves, it's us helping them first. And then that belief will slowly unfold for them. Luce, what I'd love to touch on now is how you came to the decision that, you know, you'd probably given your all to Thrivalist. And then I'm really interested in that process that you would have gone through to sort of then offer me the opportunity to take over. Yeah. So I guess it was really just, again, a natural evolution of of myself and what I've kind of been through and finding myself more, I guess, passionate about working in that one-on-one space with the women who had already come out of the sober journey. So maybe they'd done Thrivalist and then I was working one-on-one with them and they were kind of six to 12 plus months into their sobriety. And I was just feeling this calling to, I guess, pivot my offering. So moving away from early sobriety because there's, you know, it's such a rewarding space to be in, early sobriety. But I think for some of us, and not not everyone, I mean, there's some coaches who, and I'm sure you'll be the same, George, but who will do this for the rest of their lives. And I was speaking to another coach the other day and she's like, I just can't ever imagine not coaching early sobriety because that's their calling um, and your calling. I know that's your, your, you know, as well as the health and wellness, but very much passionate about that space. And so I guess it was at that point, you know, there was never the option to shut Thrivalist down. Like it just wasn't even on the cards. The option was, well, do I look at maybe, you know, bringing someone in to manage that part of the business and then me um, working on my more high-performance coaching that that I'm now focusing on? And I know that we had a couple of conversations about that and I think both of us together were like, yeah, you know, we both want to run our own businesses. And so working in partnership again, I'd been down that track with with Jen, which was great, but what I've realised is I much prefer to be my own business owner and I know that's the same as, as how you feel at the moment as well. And so option A, close down the business, not an option. Option B, get someone to work, you know, for me and support me in the thrival space. Yeah, you know, not overly thrilled about that. And it was just a conversation we had and I was like just putting it out there. Um, and I know that you kind of, you probably felt like it was on the cards anyway because we'd been talking a little bit about it as, t- you know, over, maybe over six months, um, just putting it out there to you and saying, look, I've just had this thought. I think I couldn't imagine anyone better for the business to take over the ownership of the business. If it's something that, you know, interests you, let me know. I'd love to discuss this as an option. And, you know, this whole, the whole, as you mentioned before, the whole process has been deeply connected to my intuition. So really taking note of how it feels in my body, taking note of, you know, whether it kind of feels like a good idea or maybe I need to be sleeping on it and all those sorts of things has been such a powerful tool but when, you know, when we were talking about you taking over the business, it just always felt right. And I never had like that kind of anxiety that comes when you're making really big 
decisions and you're worried about whether it's right or wrong. I just always knew it was right. And obviously we did have some little hurdles as we went on, which were more just, you know, admin stuff and that's completely normal. But it was a really, you know, smooth, seamless, supportive, fun process, which just, you know, confirms that I think that we are both not just lucky, but I think that we both sort of subconsciously manifested this for our lives and that's why it's kind of worked out to be so perfect. That's how I feel anyway. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And it is so true, Luce. I mean, I've, as I said before, I always felt as soon as you gave me that offering, I knew it was big, but I always felt calm and not once have I ever thought to myself, this doesn't feel right. And I would be lying if I said, you know, the first week or so wasn't huge for me and there wasn't my challenges, but it still felt so right. Um, And you and I just know that, you know, we're a bit woo-woo and we believe the universe gifted um, gifted us each other and now we are doing what we are supposed to be doing and where we are supposed to be. So it really is a little bit of a fairy tale story of Thrivalist, isn't it, to be honest? Oh. And, you know, that's the way Thrivalist, I've always felt about Thrivalist from the beginning, you know, the the connection with Jen and I and then me buying Jen out because she kind of went back to South Africa. She went down the conscious drinking route. Like it just all happened so seamlessly and, you know, now to see you landing on your feet two weeks in today because we're recording this on the 14th of December and have landed on your feet after two weeks, yes, there's still little creases to iron out and, you know, you're like, what the hell is this and how does this work? And that's all good. We'll get there. But to already see the members drawn to you and new members just like flooding in, getting ready for the new year, knowing that they're going to be supported by you just gives me that 100% confirmation that this is this is the right thing. You've had such a great December. I have no doubt that next year is going to be even more successful for, for you and for Thrivalist. Um, but, yeah, just confirms that it was all meant to be. Yeah, it sure was. And, um, yeah, we are two examples of what sobriety can give to someone. So it's really important for lo- those that are listening in, I think, those that are sober curious, um, you know, it's just a beautiful life to lead. So I always say I hesitated for four years, but I really don't want anyone else to do that. So if you're sober curious, jump on board um, because I would absolutely love to support you. Lucy has created the most amazing content. Um, and obviously I believe in it because I'm one of the success stories. So I would love to have you on board. So, you know, you can just reach out um, anytime. And obviously Lucy's doing some high-performance coaching, which is just amazing. And I can see you, Luce, just, you know, taking it everything next level. So I'm so excited to watch you and be inspired by you moving forward. So thank you. Thanks, George. Tell me what and tell me and the listeners what your plans for Thrivalist are in 2024. Well, it'll obviously be supporting women in early sobriety because that is the number one focus, but I'm also trying to incorporate um, a lot more health and wellness. So for those women that are, you know, at the six-month mark and they are 
feeling quite strong in sobriety. Sobriety has to be number one. That has to come first until you get solid in that. And then we're going to look at more into a health and wellness space. So how else you can support yourself to live a really true authentic life. So there'll be a lot more expert interviews to come, hopefully member spotlight interviews. And that's something to always strive for in in the early stages of Thriverless because you look at women that sit on these member spotlight interviews and you're in awe of them because they've achieved this sobriety and they're out there celebrating. It inspires you and it also gives you that real want of being that member as well. So there'll be a lot more of um, all what's already there. I'm just going to grow it that little bit bigger um, and really bring the community together within Thriverless so we can all join together and be super empowered sober women. Yes, it just gives me like literally goosebumps to hear you talking about that because I'm just so glad that it's almost like my baby, Thrivalous, it's now your baby, but that it's getting this new, you know, it's like a new lease on life or a new opportunity to be bigger, better, more supportive, more integrative and awesome, which I know is going to help thousands and thousands and thousands of women so I'm so proud of you George and I'm so excited for you and I can't wait to watch you from the sidelines and I will always be your number one fan and supporter I promise oh that's amazing Luce thank you so much for your support along the way and thank you for joining me on um, my very first episode of Sober Not Sorry and your it won't be your last because I think I'm going to have you back on to see what you do in this next year or so Lou so everyone could just face I can't wait thanks so much George thanks Lou that's it for the podcast this week thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you've enjoyed the episode if you feel called I would love you to write a review and share this episode with anyone you feel may benefit from it we'll be back soon with another inspiring episode lots of love If you're not 100% sure about joining Thrivalist just yet, I'd like to direct you towards some free resources to get you started right away on your sober curious journey. You can head over to our website at www.thrivalistsobriety.com and read our member reviews. When you read about other women's success stories, it serves as a huge inspiration to get you started on your own journey. And if we can do it, so can you. You can also head to the resource section of our website and listen to a free guided inner mentor meditation or calculate how much you'll save by taking a break from drinking. Plus, we've got loads of other free resources for you over there. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and join our free Facebook community. And please reach out anytime you may need some support at info at